Hi, my name is Andrea Jansen, and I am on a mission to help people be ambitious at work every single day. That means you're fulfilled, you're productive, and you're contributing to your company. I'm a certified executive coach that has an MBA, a diversity consultant, a Forbes contributor, a business leader, a wife, and a mother of three. This podcast is about tackling hard topics like the gender gap in the workplace. It's about asking the questions that everybody's thinking about but doesn't want to say out loud. Each episode is like the sweet spot between motivation and tactical strategies to get you ahead. We get out of our comfort zones and we take action. This is where we learn, grow, and create opportunities. Welcome to the Ambition Theory Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Ambition Theory Podcast. I am so excited to share today's interview with you. I had a conversation with Edith Duarte, who is a leader, she's a mother, and when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, she decided that she wasn't going to slow down. She stepped up, she created opportunities, she got promoted, and she's sharing how to make that happen with you today. I can't wait to dive into this interview with you. It is back to school season, and that means it is the best time to invest in yourself and your professional development. I want to invite you to a free training called How to Thrive at Work in Uncertain Times. During this training, we're going to be talking about how to find opportunities right now, how to leverage relationships, and how to manage your mindset so you can up-level your career even though times are really crazy and uncertain right now. There will be four time slots to choose from. They will all be live happening between September 10th and 24th. To grab your spot, head to ambitiontheory.ca slash thrive. Hi, Edith. Thank you so much for coming on the Ambition Theory podcast. Can you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about what you are all about? Hey, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me here. My name is Edith Dorte, and I am a business development banker. I work for the Business Development Bank of Canada. And basically what I do is I help uh, strong Canadian businesses uh, through our platform, which is uh, financing advisory services and capital. We focus on small and medium-sized enterprises. So I love my job. I, I basically help uh, Canadian companies thrive. Okay, amazing. I love that, especially because during these uncertain times, we know that small and medium-sized businesses are the backbone of our economy. So having people like you Mm -hmm. looking out for those best interests, I know it's not only helping those business owners, it is helping everybody, it is helping communities, it is helping our economy, it is helping everybody. So thank you for doing what you do and showing up and coming on this interview on this podcast today to share a little bit more about you. Um, but before we do that, I want to go back to where we first met, which was in Ottawa, because you're based in Ottawa. And yes. we met at one of my Reignite Your Ambition workshops. So can you tell me what motivated you to sign up for that? Sure. I was on that day. I was thrilled because um, it, it basic it was basically a workshop in the construction industry. So uh, I wanted to understand and become more aware of the challenges that women in Canada face in a men led industry. Um, as you know, I didn't grow up in Canada, so I didn't know if the challenges were the same from where I grew up. Where and- did you grow up? 
So I grew up in uh, Mexico and in the U.S. So I I basically call myself a NAFTA baby because I had uh, opportunities to study and and work in the three different countries, and uh, the challenges are pretty much the same. Yeah. And <laughs> so this workshop was an eye opener because it has been what 23 years that I have been dealing with this challenge. Um, I studied engineering. And I was the only woman in my classroom. My first job in the U.S. was as a financial investment advisor. And I was one of the few women in the investment firm. So after 23 years, the challenges, the attitudes have not changed much. Okay. And basically what I believe that has changed is that now there is much more opportunities for women and much more freedom to choose a career path of your own creation. Okay, I love that. Yeah. I love that. that. Well, that's what really ambition theory is all about. And I'm just really curious, because it's interesting. I look back on that workshop, and it feels like mm-hmm. it was a million years ago. But it was actually at the end of 2019, which was only a couple of months before mm-hmm. everything went crazy with the COVID-19 pandemic. So mm-hmm. I am, I'm always curious about people that come to my workshops because we didn't really know each other before. Like, I think that was your first experience of connecting with me and like what ambition theory is all about. Um, What was it like for you to be there in that room? I think there was 70 women going through this workshop together, all from the construction industry. Tell me what that was like. Right. So it was an eye opener because uh, I, I, we share a lot of the same challenges that we face, even though that I'm not in a, the construction industry, I'm in the financial services. It's a very, very similar. So having that uh, ability to connect with other women and build a network uh, with them was amazing. And on top of that, having you uh, just letting us uh, or showing your process of how to learn the ambition theory, it was it was great. Okay, so tell me about how this helped you in your career. Because I know you told me some big news that happened in the middle of the pandemic. So I'm really curious how that workshop set you up for navigating the crazy times that we have been dealing with over the past few months. It it gave me sort of a clear path of what I needed to do um, with, with, I guess, the process of how you talk what you taught us was to have a clear uh, definition of our ambition and what drives us. And uh, for me, it made me clear what it made me have an an introspective exercise of what motivates me to wake up in the morning and do my best every day. And what is that? Well, uh, it's, it's several levels, right? It personally, it's, it's giving that contributing and contributing to my community, contributing to my family, to my two daughters, being a, a good example for them and, and in having a meaning on every, um, having a meaningful impact into the people I meet every day, right? So I, my end goal is always to have a, a positive impact into the businesses. So, that drives me a lot. That uh, it 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 uh, it makes me very clear of what I need to do every. Okay, I love that. So having that clarity and mm-hmm. how does the environment that you're in affect that? Like the people you work with, the company you work for. 
Um, it, it, it it's very interesting because our our organization um, it's it, it's it's all about entrepreneurship, right? So um, we have to be showing up. Uh, with with a different attitude, right? With the attitude of that we can do things as opposed to um, just focusing on the challenges because that's what entrepreneurs do, right? Entrepreneurs find a way to solve or to offer a different solution. So our sort of our DNA is in in our in in our organization is this, it reflects the same um, belief system. I love that. It's like, you will find a way. It's not, you know, it's like not, you don't list, you don't start with the reasons why something won't work. You start with the reasons mm-hmm. why it could work. That's right. So at my, at my organization, we value entrepreneurship. We value networks, but above all, we value making meaningful contributions to our clients, to our teams, to our community. And what we do every day where our clients help us shape our own attitude towards what is possible. I love that. Okay, mm-hmm. so thank you for explaining that to me. So I'm really curious about the reason why we are having this conversation today and the reason why I asked you to come on the podcast. And I want to share that with people that are listening because you are on my email list. And if people are listening and they want to join my email list, it comes out every Sunday and it's motivation, it's strategy on how to move forward in your career. So you can go to ambitiontheory.ca forward slash subscribe to join it. Uh, But you're on my email list. And I sent an email out a couple weeks ago about women in the workplace today and how the pandemic is affecting progress. And I talked about a study that RBC did And it said that women's participation in the labor force in Canada is down to the lowest level in 30 years. And I was a little bit dramatic. And I said, you know what, it's like we've erased all of the progress that has happened since I was in grade six. And I, it pushed a button for you. And I want you to tell me about that. Well, I think it missed the point of uh, a reality of a small baby, a small size of a or a small group of women and men that are not only uh, facing the same harsh reality, but thriving on it. Okay, so for you, it was like <laughs> an eye-opener that I think it what, what you wrote back to me, you were like, this is not my situation, Andrea. It's mm-hmm. like, you can't play the victim. And you were so passionate about mm-hmm. stepping up to the plate and figuring things out. So I want you to just share <laughs> why for you that showed up in that moment? Well, because, um, well, I'm a single mother. I have two daughters. And at that time, I was thrown with the opportunity to take care of my two daughters, uh, homeschool them, and work full time. And instead of playing the car, oh, no, this is too much, I said, what a beautiful blessing for me to show my daughters um, how important it is to build your character at a moment of crisis right and on top of that work and and do whatever it needs to be done to uh, to move forward right so i i think i i stepping up the game was a must for me there was no choice to back down or quit um i don't have a support system in canada like a family but i do have a support system at work so my, my immediate leaders were very thoughtful and flexible and trusted in my ability to make things work. And, um, and, and I did it. So 
the fact that there's a study saying that um, this is not a reality or th this is becoming challenging for women to thrive, I was, I was, no, I have to really, really, really talk to Andrea about <laughs> my, my situation because it can be done and, and no, no challenging situation, at least for me, will make me um, step down. Absolutely. So I love this. So I love this, mm -hmm. that you are like, I am not going to be this statistic. Like I am taking this challenge. I am like, you. I am rising to the challenge and I am going to mm -hmm. take this on. And also all of this craziness was happening and you actually just got a promotion. Yeah. So tell me why this was important to you, first off. Um, well, you know, the, the promotion was a reflection of my performance from my previous year, but the fact that we're on, we were on a crisis and I didn't say, oh, I'm going to stop working. Uh, I showed up determination and commitment to the people I serve, uh, which were first my daughters, my clients and my organization. Right. So it was, it was very meaningful to me to say, no, I can do this. And Again, I will step up my game and I will move forward with what I need to do, whether it's, it's uh, working at 3 a.m. Uh, or, or taking my daughters to the park while I'm answering a, a call. Everything needs to be done, right? Because like I said at the beginning, I am clear. I have a very clear understanding of what is, is meaning, meaningful for me and how work plays that role to, to con for me to contribute to my community. So I also think this idea that like what you're talking about is like this resilience, this ability mm -hmm. to figure things out. Those are all things companies want in senior leaders. So it kind of brings me back to the stat, which is like the reality is participate, like the pandemic, a lot of people are being effective negatively in their careers by it. You are the exception. And it just almost like hearing your story, it makes me think, you know what? We actually need to support women more because we have people like Edith who we want in leadership, right? Like We want right. people like you running these companies. We want people like you leading small, like helping lead small and medium-sized businesses, helping them navigate the future, helping them evolve, helping them change. Like we want people like you in decision-making positions. And so you're stepping up to the plate yourself. Like you're taking all of this on. But I just think like, imagine if we as a community said, you know what? There's people like Edith who are like leading the way. What if we just supported her more? And what if we supported mm -hmm. everybody else just a little bit more? What would happen? Yeah, well, that that's what's BDC all about, right? Like we we have a special fund to support women in the marketplace, and I think that supporting us as women as as part of that em environment, it, it just makes uh, it's aligned, right? It's aligned with with BDC's values. Um, okay. The banks really support uh, women in in the business place. We have a tech fund for them and um, and we also value diversity and inclusion right so it's it's in our DNA to do that so having that support system from my work it it, it just again it was an amazing um, 
situation that I was in. So I'm really curious about BDC because you talk about these values being baked into their DNA. Um, mm-hmm. You also worked in other places like you, you have experience in Mexico, you have experience in the US. What's different about the culture there than in other places that you've worked? Um, I think it's it's the values. It just they resonate with my own values, right? And uh, the fact that we're a, we're a B Corp, we're the first bank to be a B Corp. Can you explain what a B Corp is? Sure, the B Corp it's it's a global movement of people whose companies create local prosperity, strong community, and a sustainable environment. So it's a certification that you can get, but it, it is basically we want to make sure that we can uh, create that local prosperity and to have a, a strong sense of community and contribute to the to to a sustainable environment. So it's almost like accountability, right? So it's like, yeah, you can yeah. say the words, you can have the values on the wall, but this certification that you guys have had, it's like, yes, we have to prove that we're actually walking the talk. We're actually implementing, we're actually living these values and baking them into our the way we do business every day. That sounds like what it is. That's exactly it. That's really yes, cool. Yes, that's exactly it. I know. So that's why I love working for BDC because, again, it just, it's that, it's that support system that and that accountability and, and and that being very clear of how you can set up your employees for success on a crisis. Okay. And now I'm really curious as to why you think it's important for us to focus on positive stories like yours. Because when I sent that email, you were like, Andrea, you got to stay put. You got to encourage. You can't be like... And I like to have a fine, like, I'm a very positive person. I like to have a balance between, like, numbers don't lie. We can't just pretend everything's all rosy and good. Um, I like to have a balance of, like, positive stories, but also the reality of statistics to back things up so that we know, really, if things look good, where's where's the data to back it up? So I like to have that balance. But you are so passionate about sharing more positive stories. So why is that important to you? I think it's crucial because during these times, you you need to really pay attention to, to things that can be done, not the challenges, uh, to remind ourselves that it can be done, right? And, and all this crisis, it helps us to do an introspective exercise of what is driving our attitude to perform, whether you're a mom, whether you are working, uh, whether you're helping others, it is that introspective exercise that, um, that you need to do to help you drive your attitude to a positive attitude and focusing on positive stories just feeds on that, right? It, it's just, it's, it's a natural, it's a positive cycle. So I love this positivity, Edith. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering, what is your hope for people as they kind of go through this pandemic that's still here and they figure out like what's next for them? What is your hope for those people, for other people? My hope is for everyone to look at work as a path for meaning and contribution. Um, my hope is also that people find motivation in every single task, that in every single daily task. Uh, because uh, if you find that meaning and that clear contribution that into your community or your family, every single task becomes relevant. So that's my hope. 
Okay, I love that. And so I always Mm -hmm. encourage people to take action within 24 hours of learning something Mm -hmm. new. And I actually want to ask you for two actions. So one is for people listening that are like, you know what, my situation sounds like Edith. I'm working from home. I've got my kids. There's a lot on my plate. I'm not sure if this promotion that I was working towards last year is going to happen. What could they do within 24 hours to just move the needle a little bit for themselves? Okay, I'm going to be very simple. (laughs) If you're uncertain of your career and there has been a discussion about the promotion, ask. Be bold. Be bold and have a plan for rejection. Uh, We must feel comfortable with rejection. You must understand that rejection is good because it allows to open an opportunity to, to ask to your leader what needs to be done from you to get to your goal. And more importantly, to lead you to an introspective exercise. Again, I'm, I'm all about thinking inside mm-hmm. uh, and understanding what is it that I need to do to grow and become better of what I do. I love that. Introspective, think about what do I need to do, but then just ask. Yes. <laughs> I love that one. Ask, be bold. <laughs> and be bold. And what about managers who are like, I want to, I have these high potential people on my team. They're dealing with a lot right now. How can they support their people? I think it's that they need to look into the attitudes, right? So um, the skills are, if, if you find the right attitude as a manager in an employee, right? The skills are second place. I think that we should focus on, uh, on helping the employees to have that right attitude, whether it's steering them with with uh, activities that they they can thrive on, or with uh, with a way to find what is what drives their ambition, what what drives uh, their 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 ability to work at the firm or at the the corporation organization they are at. I love that. Thank you so much for that, Edith. So if people want to connect with you, should they connect with you on LinkedIn? Is that the best place? Okay, I will put a link to your LinkedIn profile in the show description. Thank you, Edith, so much for sharing your story and your wisdom with me today. I love, I am usually the most positive person that I know, and I love it when people show up, (laughs) and they show up with even more positivity than me. So thank you so much for that. Thank you so much, Andrea. It, it's uh, it's really um, a great opportunity to talk to you. And I also just get so inspired by your talk and by your mission. I, I will help in any way and contribute to your mission as well, because it's we need to 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 support more women and 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 help them just become more bold. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Hi there. Before you go, I was wondering if I could ask you a huge favor. Can you click on iTunes and give the podcast a five-star review and also a comment? This would mean the world to me. It also helps us to spread the word about the podcast and attract higher profile guests. We want to be able to deliver thought leadership around diversity and inclusion every single week and having more reviews on iTunes will help us to do that and help us to keep the show going for free for you. So please head to iTunes right now, give us a five-star review and leave us a comment. Thanks so much.